Hey y'all, welcome back to my podcast. My name is Mikala Leinani and you are here listening to I Like It Raw. It is my pleasure to welcome y'all back. Um, hopefully the sound quality, let me scoot in a little bit. <clears throat> hopefully the sound quality is good. I am using a microphone today, so let's hope it actually is doing what the fuck it's supposed to do. Because I am in a room that sound just bounces off the fucking walls, y'all. It's ridiculous. I got tiles in here, no rugs, no nothing. So I really hope this does sound okay for you guys. Um, I am working on my quality, improving my quality. So just bear with me. I do appreciate y'all. But yes, welcome back to my podcast, y'all. I know last week I was not there. You know what I'm saying? I had to take me some time off. Um, and honestly, give me just a second since this shit want to turn off on my motherfucking ass. Honestly, I really needed that time to myself because I have been going through a lot personally. Uh, and one thing I know is that I am comfortable being vulnerable with you guys. Um, I'm comfortable with being vulnerable with myself. And that, first and foremost, is the most important thing. Um, but the other day, uh, let me see, I think it was the July 2nd, I had a mental breakdown and I haven't had a mental breakdown in quite a while, you know, since my relationship actually. Um, but I had a mental breakdown, um, and I just been really under stress with work, um, I'm not afraid to talk about the situation because the shit is real. Everybody goes through these type of things, but nobody is comfortable enough to talk about it. Except me. You know, that's why I'm motherfucking here, bitch. Hopefully, talking into this microphone, I'm not putting <laughs> But honestly, you guys, like, I had a mental breakdown at work. Um, I was sitting there trying to actually work, and I just couldn't fucking do it. I just couldn't do it. I started fucking crying, y'all. And it's just really, I felt and still do feel overwhelmed with work because one, they are short staffed. um, And with them being short staffed, obviously that means it's going to be a heavy workload on only a few people. And with our team being so small, um, especially within government, I'm the only person that was working government. I mean, there is another woman that works government with me, but she was part-time. So she would come in at like 6 a.m. to 1030. And then I'm having to do everything else for the rest of the day. So in some ways, I'm not going to say it, it wasn't helpful, but it wasn't helpful. Like, let me just be honest with you. The shit seemed like it didn't do anything. Um, <clears throat> And with that being said, you know... Me being under so much stress, being the only person working, I have been feeling just like underappreciated and overworked. And a lot of people do tend to feel like that at their jobs. A lot of people put in 40 hours plus to survive. And let's be honest, we're not put on this fucking world to survive. I know I wasn't. I was put on this earth to teach and to live a luxurious life. And I know that. And so since I do know that, 
I have to adjust accordingly. But back to the breakdown. On Friday, I had that mental breakdown. I was just crying. And of course, it's hilarious because obviously y'all know I work with Photo Booth 313, the most popping photo booth company in the motherfucking world. So if y'all have not booked with us and you guys have an event coming, go ahead and book now, bitch. Book now. Do not go onto Photo Booth 313 Instagram asking, what are your prices? Motherfucker, check the website. Don't be, reading is fundamental. Don't be fucking slow. Read the website. Don't ask where we're at. We're in Detroit. Photo Booth 313. 313 is a Detroit area code. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm just having to say this for the people in the back that act like they can't motherfucking read. It's the same people that be asking me, can we get on the booth? No, I'm just standing here with the booth for no motherfucking reason. (laughs) And, you know, I know people just like to ask to be courteous, but you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Y'all be irritating as fuck asking them dumbass questions. <laughs> if I'm here and if it is past the time that the party started, like for the guests, obviously the guests don't know what time the party start or what time the photo booth will start. So I understand that. But dog, I won't come to the booth until I'm ready to actually start. So if I'm there, that means time is ticking get your ass up on up there if you've seen people already going ahead of you don't come over there to me asking oh can i get on nah bitch nah you can't you can't although you just saw 20 motherfuckers before you get on come on now so anywho i had that mental breakdown and of course the owner of photo booth 313 chris kyle called me at that exact moment and i wasn't going to answer But I answered, you know what I'm saying? I answered because, you know, it seems like Chris always calls me at just the right time. It's it's hilarious. It's always just the right time. I mean, like, I can't even explain to you how shit happens. But he called me and I answered the phone crying. I'm like, man, I'm just, I'm going through it, bro. Like, I'm breaking down. Like, I'm tired. I'm working and they keep sending me more stuff. Oh, can you do this? Uh, Can you do this? Can you do this? Oh, add this to the plate too and this. But bitch, I got 5,000 things that I already have to do and I'm only one fucking person. Hmm. Come on now. So that shit was weighing very heavy on me. So I'm one person working both commercial and government. The only person on government working all of this. And constantly getting thrown other tasks. And it just didn't make any fucking sense because, bro, like, you know, sorry, you know that I am the only person doing this. Why are you going to send multiple other tasks my way? Um, And it really would piss me off because we have two team leads and we have a supervisor. You know what I'm saying? I believe the job of team leads, managers, is to help their team manage the fucking workload, dog. I mean, bro, all that I've been getting is a lot of, you know, oh, great job. We do see you guys have this many things going on, but can you guys get these done? Bro, if you know that you're short-staffed, if you know that there aren't a lot of people, 
here again short fucking staffed if you know that why don't you guys hop in and help a manager is supposed to help manage the workload so when you're constantly hearing oh can you guys get these insane amount of tasks done before you leave while managers are I regardless I don't I understand they might be busy who fucking knows I don't I can't tell you what they're doing. All I know is they got a lot of meetings. I mean, what are these meetings talking about? (laughs) Like, what are these meetings talking about? There's so many things that could be done so quickly, but you got to meet with a whole bunch of people to talk about not fucking shit and waste a whole bunch of time to not get shit done. I don't, I don't know. But at the end of the day, I feel like a manager's job is to help manage the workload um, with their team. And that just has not been happening. And especially enduring the workload that I have and dealing with the, I'm not going to say the people that I deal with are bad people or anything because they're not. Like my supervisor, she's a sweetheart. My old team lead, he's he was kind as fuck, you know. But the woman that is my team lead now, um, like, she tried to fight me before. And I'm going to just be 100%. Like, I'm 100 with the shit. She told me we could take this shit outside. She was yelling in my face, upset because I didn't accept an apology that she gave me. And I literally told her to her face, your apology is bullshit. And I don't have to accept that. And she wasn't my team lead at the time. But, you know... She was furious, y'all. Oh my, so we could take this outside. We could take this outside. White chick too. I said, no, we could take this into the manager's office. We could keep this professional. We can do that. And, you know, I talked to my team lead at the time, the team lead that I had at the time and my supervisor about it. And, you know, nothing was done. And the same girl that was talking about we could take this outside then was promoted to my team lead. And to me, you know, I was still, you know, trying to be positive with the shit. Because at the end of the day, there's nothing else that I could do. I'm over here working for a company because I was in a survival mindset. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has went through those times like where they're feeling like they, well, I'm not going to say everybody. Let me, let me back that shit up. Let me retract my statement. A lot of people stay in jobs because they feel like they have to survive. How am I going to eat? How am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to pay my car note? I just got, I bought a new truck, y'all. I bought a fucking uh, sporty truck at that. (laughs) So I bought a new truck. So how am I going to pay my car note? You know, how am I going to pay my insurance, my rent, all of these different things. And that causes a lot of people to stay in situations that they outgrow or causes them to stay in situations that no longer serve them. Meaning again, outgrow, but also that break down their mental. Um, so I stuck in there and had my mental torn apart. You know what I'm saying? I could only take so much. It would be, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Like, bro, I even started telling, I'm one person. I'll get to it when I get to it. Because it's like, I just don't understand how you don't understand. If you can see what our cues look like, you can, 
individually, you could see people's individual workloads. <clears throat> and you could see that evidently, and y'all know, I'm the only one working on the government team in orders. So what are you expecting me to do besides stress myself out even fucking more? And what I did was stress myself out even fucking more. And what happened is that I ended up breaking fucking down. I broke the fuck down, y'all. And it's upsetting. Here, I'm getting emotional. It's very upsetting because, like I said, there's so many people that feel like they have to stick in situations that can potentially kill them. You know, mental health is very real, y'all. People end up taking their own lives because of mental health, because they're under so much stress, because they're afraid that if they don't get this done or get this done, that they can be replaced. And let's be honest, companies will will replace you with a fucking snap of a finger. At the end of the day, a lot of companies do treat you as numbers. And I'm not saying the company that I work for treats people like a number but at at the end of the day what does a company really care about their bottom line bro i'm not going to be slow about it you know what i'm saying i know they care about their bottom line and their bottom line doesn't happen without the people behind it you know what I'm saying? Without the orders team processing the shit. Without this other team doing this to make sure that they get there. And that's what really makes me sick. I don't even know why this bitch is going out of focus. You bitch. But I, don't, I just don't understand that. And for us as the people behind the companies making these companies millions of dollars. We need to get broke off some more. Huh? If you want to stay working for, you know, a corporate job, then by all means. But that's the thing. Corporate jobs are never going to respect you enough to give you the cut that you fucking deserve. Because look, without me processing these orders, you wouldn't have shit. You wouldn't. You could sell it. You could sell a product all day. You know what I'm saying? But. You sell the product, somebody has to place the order for it, right? I think I'm a big part, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know I'm a big part. So, companies aren't breaking off people the worth, their worth. Um, so, with me breaking myself down and literally just going through that mental breakdown, I had to step back and see what I value most. Do I value this job that I know I'm not even supposed to be in? Like, I'm going to just be real. I'm going to be 100 with you guys. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I know what my purpose is here. And working for somebody ain't it. It's just not. Uh, Working for a corporation like that isn't it. I am my own person. I'm self-made and I am entrepreneurial. But of course, yeah, I do work uh, for Photobook 313. I work alongside the owner. He's a fucking amazing boss. Like, he's cool as fuck. And 
I enjoy that because it's something I enjoy doing. And my schedule is my schedule. If I choose to do something, I can. If I don't want to, I don't have to. Um, so I really value the flexibility that I have. But with a regular corporate job, you don't get that flexibility, nor do you get the worth. Nor do you get your worth, excuse me. So that's where I, like I said, I had to take a step back and see, is me going through these mental breakdowns, is me deteriorating myself to a point where I don't even feel like working on things for myself anymore, is that shit worth it? That shit is never worth it. That shit is not worth my health. And I really want to enlighten other people because a lot of people are afraid of what can come afterwards. Well, if I leave this job, again, rent, bills, this, this, and this, I'm going to tell you this. Your spirit will always take care of you. And that is no bullshit. That's no cliche saying none of that shit. I am living fucking proof. I am living fucking proof, y'all, that if you listen to your higher self, you will always be taken care of. And that is like, I mean, example. The biggest example is me leaving my last relationship. And I could be 110,000% with you. I kept hearing a voice in my head say, which was my higher self, if you don't leave this, you're not going to get anywhere in life. It was very fucking sad. Because for so long, I denied that voice. You guys, I denied it. I didn't want to hear it. I thought it was false. Um, and then dealing with a narcissist, like, they always try and, you know, they have a way with words. To make it seem like y'all are heading in a good direction and you have all this belief and trust that you guys can get to where you want to be with that person. But your spirit self will always tell you and let you know if a situation is not for you. If you need to make different, uh, move differently so you can see the outcome that you're looking to see, you know. I, like I said, I knew I was not going to achieve what I am meant to be here to achieve by being in that situation. So what did I do? After seven years, I finally decided to put my big girl fucking panties on and not be afraid of what I didn't know. And what I mean by that is not being afraid of what was to come after because I didn't know what was coming after. I put my big girl panties on. Said, fuck it, let's do it. I moved back to Michigan. I worked hard as fuck to even move down there. I moved to Las Vegas off of my dime. Off of my motherfucking dime. I was the one working. I was the one working this entire seven years. So I moved to Las Vegas, sold all of my furniture. All the furniture that was in my apartment was mine. Besides some fucking bar stools, dog. Every piece of furniture in that apartment was mine. The couch, the dining room table, the fucking bedroom set, all of that, mine. I sold all that shit just to make it down there. I ended up even selling my camera equipment and my MacBook, the things that I loved to do. 
I worked so hard to get. I had to sell that because I, one, wasn't making enough money to support two people. So I started giving up my dreams to try and support somebody else who wasn't supporting me. And through all, all of that time, that voice in my head kept telling me, bitch, you better go on. Bitch, you better go on. And I wish I would have, bitch, you better go on before I sold my camera equipment and my fucking computer. But no, I didn't. I was sticking in it. I was in it for the long haul. I was loyal to the wrong one. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, once I listened to my spirit, I moved back to Michigan. I moved back here. Left everything that I had behind besides the clothes that I had. Um, it's not like we had any furniture. We had a bed and a fucking TV. But I left all of that and his ass down there. Came back to Michigan. You know, blessed to be able to work from home. You know what I'm saying? And then I was just going out living my life. You know, I never experienced so much. I was never taken out to any fucking clubs. I was never taken to a concert. Well, it's like I went to a concert, but I passed out. I passed out. I didn't even get to see 2 Chains perform. I went to a concert for my birthday. Um, it was in Vegas uh, before I actually moved there. I was wearing some tight-ass shoes, y'all, man. This shit was so fucking tight. My ass passed the fuck out. He said, I just fell back. And he was I was lucky that he was standing behind me. He caught me. But I passed out twice. I remember passing out the second time. But he said, I passed out. I said, take these motherfucking shoes off. They hurt so bad. And literally, all the blood in my body rushed to my feet. <laughs> so, ooh. But I missed so many experiences being in that situation, thinking that, that was a situation for me, but I was really missing so many blessings. But at the end of the day, it was a lesson. It was my time to go through that lesson. But once I departed that situation, came back to Michigan, I was blessed by meeting Christopher, the owner of Photo Booth 313, you know. And I was blessed to meet all these other people, people that are actually into acting, people that are actually into being creative, photographers, artists. I started meeting so many people once I started aligning with myself. And I'm just saying that all to say, you will have to drop people. You will have to drop situations. You will have to drop jobs. You will have to drop things that are materialistic that you feel hold so much value. You will have to drop those things for your greatest and highest good. If you want to get where you, you feel like you're supposed to be. I know where I'm supposed to be and I know what to do now, you know, like it took some time, but I do know what to do now. And that's just to follow my actual spirit. Follow that, that little voice that y'all hear. It's, it's nerve wracking at first. I'm going to be honest. It really is going into something that you don't know, departing a situation Feeling, wondering how it's going to be afterwards, wondering how it's going to be with another person. Say you've been in a relationship for 20 something years plus or something like that. You know, it doesn't even have to be that long. It could be seven years like me. Learning how to be with another person is something different. And quite honestly, 
It's the greatest experience I've ever experienced in my life, y'all. It's another person after the person that I thought I was supposed to be with. Because let me be honest with y'all. During that situation, sex was very uncomfortable and very unenjoyable. Like, I couldn't even make out with the person I was with for seven years. I could barely kiss their ass. Like... Because I just felt so uncomfortable. Um, <clears throat> sorry, my lips are about dry as a bitch. Yeah, I couldn't even, I could barely even kiss the dude. Making out with him was non-existent because I just started laughing. I'd be so uncomfortable. I'm like, hell no. And I'm like, I just, I would tell him, like, I want you to teach me how to kiss and whatnot. Because I've never been a person to kiss, like... Before I was with my ex, I wasn't with nobody. The, my ex is the one that took my fucking virginity, y'all. Talk about vulnerability. Yes. Yes. Nigga. And, yeah, I'm like, oh, you know, I just, maybe it's just because I, him being my first and my only, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I don't fucking know. No, it's just because I didn't like him. And that's just that. I didn't like him in that way. Um, But, like, after that. The CN accent start coming. <laughs> but after that, I did like meet a person, and I never had such a deep, intimate connection with somebody, and felt so comfortable um, to where I could make out with this person, and I could just kiss this person, and I actually want to have their hands on me, or you know, this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? It's a different feeling when you actually enjoy feeling and being kissed and touched by a person that you actually vibe with or mesh with on an intimate level and you like on a personal level um i liked my ex on a personal level but on an intimate level it was no like it just was a no but anyways i'm straying far off from the topic at hand at the end of the day, I do want y'all to pick your mental health over everything and make sure you do follow what your spirit has to tell you. Because again, your spirit will never steer you wrong. Um, I went against my spirit for so long and right when I decided to align with what it was saying, things just turned, a, I mean, I my life did a whole 360, y'all. A whole 360. I mean, you could sacrifice so much for a person. You can go against yourself so much for someone else. For them to only spit in your face and not reciprocate that energy. And that's what makes me fucking really sick about the shit. Because, I mean, I literally gave up everything. I gave up my car. I gave up everything I owned. I gave up the thing that made me happy. My fucking camera and my MacBook so I could do YouTube. I gave that up because I needed money to pay bills. Although I was working. Ain't that fucking something? I was working, y'all. And I still had to sacrifice so much because I didn't make enough money to support two people. I had to sacrifice my dreams for someone because they were too lazy. And although my spirit self kept saying, don't you, do, don't you do no stupid shit like that. I went against my spirit. And what the fuck? 
My spirit showed me my own ass. And once I aligned with my spirit, it showed me my own ass again, but the right way. Instead of the left cheek, I got the right cheek. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I was blessed. So I hope y'all really do take this episode seriously and hear what I'm saying when I say choose yourself first. And that being over anybody, any situation, any job, any fucking materialistic thing. If your spirit is telling you something, listen. Because we have our spirits, our spirit self, our actual consciousness to guide us in the path that we're supposed to go down. But are you going to be able to go down that path with the least resistance? A lot of us cannot let go. And that's what you have to do. Don't resist. You have to let go. So, you know what? I'm going to cap this one off right here because, I mean, I'm all over the place. But all in all, if a situation, that being a job, a person, any type of situation, any materialistic thing, if that no longer aligns with you and deep down you hear what your spirit is saying to you, Listen, I want everybody to live a successful, luxurious, loving life, but nobody is going to be able to do that. You will not be able to do that if you do not listen to yourself. So please, please, please listen. I truly appreciate y'all coming to listen to I Like It Raw with your girl Mikala Leinani. Make sure you go ahead and follow me on my Instagram at Mikala Leinani, M-I-K-A-L-A-L-E-I-N-A-N-I in this bitch, you feel me? Um, Also follow the I Like It Raw podcast Instagram, as well as my new Instagram for my skating. Y'all, I love motherfucking roller skating. Y'all, I just got into, what time is it? Maybe I'm going to go roller skating. It's 7.30. Well, 7.21, but I'm probably going to go roller skating tonight. (laughs) Um, Make sure y'all follow me on MK Skates with two Zs, no S. Um, Follow me on my skating page as well. Head over to YouTube to go ahead and watch the episode. This episode of I Like It Raw. Come on. I am, you know, fun to watch when I talk. And I make funny faces. Why not? Um, Make sure you head over to my YouTube. I'm also doing um, some vlogs. I'm back vlogging, y'all. Evidently, I am recording on a motherfucking camera. I got my microphone. I am upgrading my life, you know. I got me another MacBook. So your girl's editing is back on cue. Um, so I'm just making it do what it do, y'all. I'm following the path of least resistance and I'm listening to my spirit. <laughs> so I really do appreciate y'all so much for coming to listen to me. Thank y'all so much. I know this episode is very quiet. Typically, I do have music in the background and I just noticed that I didn't. <laughs> but this one didn't need music. This one needs to really be heard for what it is. If any part of this podcast resonates with you, take it. Take it and listen. Sit and meditate on it and figure out what your next steps need to be for your mental health and your overall health for yourself. Thank y'all so much and I will be talking to y'all soon.